Welcome to the Toy Rewind Podcast with your hosts, the Brothers Newland. Now, let's talk toys. episode of toy rewind podcast i am michael i'm john and i'm andrew and uh yeah like michael said welcome to toy rewind uh this is a little podcast three of us get together we chat about uh toy lines from our childhood hopefully yours too if you're listening to this um and we give you a little bit of a history lesson about why these toy lines maybe ended up in all of our households uh this year not this year uh, this week, <laughs> we are rewinding back to the 1930s. That's the year. Uh, and we're going to talk about a, a line released originally by the Bergen Toy, what did you say, Bergen Toy and Novelty Company. Um, what did you say? It was short Benton? Is that what you Benton, said, Michael? For short, yeah. They used the B-E-T and then the N-O, yeah, whatever. Yeah, like so O-N, the Benton. Like they, they shortened it to Benton for yeah. short, yeah. Uh, released by them, uh, we firmly call them the Green Army Men. But uh, for this, it's just Army Men because there's lots of different colors. Uh, so yeah, talking about those guys. Uh, I don't know how we're going to get a full episode out of these little plastic guys, but there's a good history lesson here, I think. So how many pages get... you got, Michael? Um, I got uh, one, two, three and a half, almost four pages. Oh, so we had more. We had more on Teddy Ruxpin. So, yeah, Teddy Ruxpin had a little more. <laughs> one one little bear that turned into six pages of notes, but it wasn't a bear. There you go. Oh, sorry. I uh, my light is like crazy bright today. It is. Oh, maybe I'm missing my backlight. That's what my backlight's not on. I was knew there was something going on. Um. All right. Well, then, John, uh, can you do your thing? Help people find us. I'm gonna go turn on my backlight. Heard. All right, check us out on our website at toyrewindpodcast.com. You can also check us out on crossthestreamsmedia.com. Uh, you can email us at toyrewindpodcast at gmail.com. Look us up on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. It's all Toy Rewind Pod. Facebook and YouTube is Toy Rewind Podcast. We do stream some of our toy, or not some of them, but all of our toy box showcases to YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, so you can catch those. Uh, they are on collected onto youtube so that's where you haven't seen any go there and check them out and watch all the old ones then you can always uh play along with us as we're doing our podcast or as you're listening to the podcast we've already done it uh and play a little bingo at podcastbingo.com backslash toy rewind that's a uh, and then yeah that was a bingo that's right a bingo square that was, a, that was a phone noise <laughs> oops Sorry. and then uh Keep your ears open to when we're going to do our next collective showcase with our friends over at the Geek Together channel. So, yeah, hopefully that's coming up. Michael's getting one lined up for us. Yeah, yep. yeah. So, we got to sit down and and pin a pin a date down to to do it. So it'll it's coming up soon. We got one yeah. coming up soon. It'll probably be after this episode drops, which is on Thanksgiving. So yes, it will be we, Thanksgiving. Yeah, if you're listening to us on Thanksgiving Day, happy Thanksgiving. Thank yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Um, we are recording a little early than we normally would because John's driving off to Mississippi for, you know, yep. uh, so he won't be around. But uh, yeah, we're uh, happy Thanksgiving for everybody. That's why we're talking about Green Army Men, or sorry, Army Men, right? Because right. why not? Let's, let's talk about these little things that 
we all had and we've all stepped on that maybe not as painful <clears throat> as Legos. I don't think they're as bad as Legos. I, I feel like because they're a little more malleable, like when you step on it, like yeah, they bend easier than they they bend than easier. Like there, brick wood. There they may be parts easier. that are gonna hurt, but <laughs> right. But they're almost in, indestructible. Almost. Almost indestructible. Yeah, almost. Unlike Legos, that when you step on them, they don't move at all. Uh, and but you could blow Legos up with like an M80. <clears throat> like I don't feel like these really blow up, right? Yeah. Because hey, you can, I'm sure you can blow them up. Um, <laughs> I, I, I feel like these are harder to, but let's try that. Um, we do have Christmas coming up soon, uh, so if we can get some of these, maybe we'll blow up some. That's an idea. Let's we try do that. And 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 <laughs> wait, wait. Let's, let's see. Let's see how much Slow trouble mode. we can get into. Uh, so look forward to seeing. We're gonna. This is gonna be the first time we actually test a theory. Uh, we're gonna call it a toy theory. See if it actually is uh, is legit. So, all right. Um, other thing that's happening today that you guys went and saw Ghostbusters. Yep. Um, yep. The, the new movie. Yes, we did. Uh, Y'all went and saw it. Uh, Love to see Ed's post that he was copying. Uh, Michael was copying um, Joey from Joey. The Dorksman. Yeah. And then Ed responded back because it was something about advertising. Uh, Ed, Ed responded back with our advertisement in there. Maybe we should. Maybe we should do that. Yeah. When I oh, when I, I took the that. picture on the screen, it says advertise here, and I said, well, maybe we should advertise. And then next thing I know, Ed's shooting back a uh, the same picture that I sent with our Toy Rewind <laughs> logo on the screen. I, so oh, and, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. And I will Thanks, say Ed, that was cool. I like. I that. was I was rather confused uh, because I couldn't go, um, but um, I saw Ed's picture first. And was quite confused as to why our toy <laughs> rewind was in a theater. Um, that you know, I was like, well, maybe Ed rented it out and wanted to listen to a rewind at the theater. I don't, I didn't know what was going on. I was highly confused. Um, but then I saw your post. I was like, oh, oh he's you know, leave it to Ed to give us some good graphics there. So uh, lots of fun. You guys enjoyed the movie. It was, yes. it was really good. Um, I think they did. I think they brought it back in and finalized it pretty, or not finalized it, but did pretty good on this one to bring it back up to date. Okay. Yeah, I, th I think they could possibly, if they want to, come out with the next one. But uh, I'm fine with that being the end of it because it was, it was really, really good. Um, possibly. I know there's a few points that I noticed that that <clears throat> I know people will probably pick apart, but. I mean, um, that's in every movie. I think, but it is, yeah. It, it, I thought it was really, really good. And I was really excited uh, from, from the get-go when I first saw the that teaser uh, trailer they showed with Ecto-1 in the barn with the oh, wind oh, yeah. thing, and you saw the logo on it. And <clears throat> ever since then, I've been excited. Then it got put off, uh, put back a, a year, and then I think because of, because of COVID, and I had I had a choice either seeing this or Eternals, and no, I kind of want to see Eternals, but um, I really, really, really wanted to see Ghostbusters. So I I said, there's, there's no contest. We're going to go see Ghostbusters. So that's what we did this morning. Yeah, I, I, I just crashed like, the party. So yeah, I feel like with <laughs> Eternal with Eternals, I'm so far behind. Um, like I haven't seen Black Widow. I've got the chance to see it. I just haven't seen it. I feel like I'm so far behind on some of that that I'm just like I don't know. I'll see it at some point. You know? Yeah, I, I just so. I wanted to see them all. You know, keep them in order, but I don't know if I'll be able to see 
uh, Eternals before I see Spider-Man, but I don't know if it'll, if it, if it has anything to do. Maybe the 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 uh, uh, scenes at the end, uh, credit scenes, if they would tie in or anything. But yeah. uh, if if I don't, it's no big deal. I'll I'll, I'll see it. Um, I just may have to be a little bit out of order, but um, I mean that's how we're, we'll anyways. we'll go see me. Me and Randy are going to go see Spider Man. You know, just as soon as we can after it comes out, we're going to go see that one too. Yeah, that's a big one that we want to see. Pretty good. Uh, I want so, I want to see that one. I want to see you know Andrew Garfield and Toby. And I McGuire. saw yeah, I saw that second trailer, and I really got more excited about it when I saw the second trailer. Um, did you see the one the trailer that had uh, Craven in it? Uh, I may have. I may. You should just Craven. Just Google Google Spider Man Jimmy mm-hmm. Fallon. Not yeah, no Jimmy Fallon. <clears throat> and wait, is it Jimmy Fallon? No, it's Jimmy Kimmel. Sorry, it's Jimmy Kimmel. Wrong Jimmy Kimmel. And Craven. Um, okay. And it's it's hilarious. It's a joke. Okay, um, I'll have to. He, but he apparently is playing. He says he's playing Craven. Um, <laughs> and it's 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 hilarious. Um, so you should watch that. It's it's really funny. Uh, that trailer was really good. I, I'm excited about that one. Those are yeah. the next two movies that I want to see, and that's the Ghostbusters and Spider Man. It doesn't matter when I mm-hmm. finally get myself into a theater, watch mm-hmm. them. So we will see. We saw what uh, there was another one that we oh no no there was there's something we were Rainy was looking through some of these movies coming out and she saw the new Wonka movie or something and she was she thought it was she said she, so we may go see that we got a little it looks seems Wonka like it might movie. be all right there's a it's, new Wonka it, movie it won't be out till 2023 because they're they're, they're filming it right now Andrew's like I'm looking that one up I'm gonna I'm looking it. that one up. I believe it's, Wonka is being played by the the guy Chalamet. from Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, Timothy Chalamet. Him? No. Yeah. No. Who's he? Timothy Chalamet is. Um... Never mind. I got those guys mixed up. <clears throat> I don't really. Um, he's from Dune. Oh, he's the Dune guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's from okay. Dune. I didn't think that's where. That. Okay. I thought it was um, the guy from. I didn't see his his face I, she just told me who it was and i was thinking it was the guy they got mr bean in it it does yeah, it does mr. have Bean's supposed to be in it uh, i told her i said that'd be funny if mr bean was actually a, a oompa loompa and oh my gosh <laughs> like if he's all the oompa loompa like they see, did with Roy Deep. you know you know how mr bean is and you see him doing oompa loompa oh my gosh. version that'd be um so just imagine it. Y'all that are listening, just imagine Mr. Bean as an Oompa Loompa and, and you'll get a good kick out of that. <laughs> I, I will say, um, talking about acting or actors and stuff, um, I was we we've seen the new Mortal Kombat movie. We watched it when it first came out on, on HBO. We started re-watching it because we like the fight scenes, so they're, they're really great. Um, and I'm also in the middle of re-watching the Arrowverse from the beginning uh-huh. and all of it interweaved in between and, and everything, which is a lot of fun. Cause I'm like skipping through episodes. So the guy who plays Jimmy Olsen and uh-huh. yeah. small or in, um, and, uh, and Supergirl, Supergirl yeah. is Jax in mortal Kombat. Okay. And it's funny because in a uh, small or in, I keep trying to say smallville in Supergirl, He's not like I mean he he's not a small guy but he's not like all buffed up like he is when he plays yeah. Jax yeah. and when he when I realized it he also has a mustache as Jax and that mustache is like it's like a Superman thing 
like if you shave it off, he's Jimmy Olsen. He gets, grows a mustache. He's Jax. Like uh, his head looks too small for his body when he's playing Jax. Now that I look at it, I'm like, this is weird. I can see that. I, I haven't seen Mortal Kombat, but I can see him. Yeah, well, when you when you watch it, is, yeah, yeah, when you watch it, you'll be like, yeah, that's that's Jimmy Olsen. That's not you know yeah. Jax. It's kind of weird. So, all right. Well, uh, we need to talk about these army men before we get too far into it. We're not the dorksmen. We don't spend 30 minutes talking about nothing. <laughs> um, we talk about the toy lines. So, Michael, John, you guys ready? ready? Let's go. Let's rewind right. it. Let's rewind. <laughs> All right. So, uh, these plastic men, plastic army men, date back to 1938 uh, when Bergen Toy and Novelty Company uh, first made these guys. Um, now they, they, just for short, uh, the Bergen toy and novelty company, uh, Benton is, is what they're, they're called for short. So, um, so that's what we're going to go with. So, and, uh, let's see. So these, these originally were about two inches tall and molded from olive green, unbreakable plastic. The, my notes are out of order. So that's what I'm, so out of order notes yeah out of order notes. so yeah like so they're they're three inches tall or two inches tall and they were out of the, the that olive green color uh these are generally sold in bags or buckets uh often included different colors such as a green tan gray to represent opposing sides uh there was a lot of different colors we'll get into that uh here here in a bit uh, they were equipped with a variety of weapons, typically from World War II to current era. era. Uh, weapons include rifles, machine guns, submachine guns, sniper rifles, pistols, grenades, flamethrowers, uh, mortars, and bazookas. Uh, some of the other figures uh, that, that don't have weapons, you got radio men, you got binocular scouts, and you got minesweepers as well. Uh, sometimes these are packaged with additional accessories. Um, including tanks, uh, which uh, which are often based on the M48 uh, patent tank. And then you had jeeps, you have armed hovercrafts, you got half tracks, uh, our different kinds of artillery. You got flags. Uh, there's army trucks, helicopters, fighter jets, uh, landing craft, and fortif fortifications. Um, it just depends on which company. There's so many different companies that make these now or, or and, and back in the day when they were really really big um and what they would do they get you a bag of army men and they would place some kind of like an army tank or a jeep or something inside there to go along with the army men and then uh and every bag would be a little bit different it wouldn't have the exact same thing over and over so um so you got a little bit of variety in there when you when you got these these bags or the buckets uh, same way uh, since they are toys uh, and not models, you know, his historical and chronological accuracy are generally not a priority. <clears throat> so yeah, they're just kind of all mixed up. Um, the, uh, so Benton painted, so when, first off, when Benton uh, came out with their, theirs, uh, they painted these figures the same as the metal version. So there were some uh, other companies that had metal versions of army men, uh, but Benton came out with the plastic ones which what we know of today. Um, and these, they painted them just like the metal figures. You know, they were still a solid color, but they would put little paint uh, details on them. Um, and then sold them the same way. They were either individually or in a box of seven is what they originally came out with. 
Uh, following World War II, Benton modified these figures uh, from World War I to World War II looking. Um, I think the biggest change was the, the helmets. Uh, they had, like I said, 38, 1938 to, to the mid-40s. It was all like World War One type looking stuff. And then after World War II, they, they went to a, a more modern World War II uh, look for them. So following World War World War World War II, uh, Army men were not painted and usually came in green color, uh, corresponding to the U.S. Army uniforms in World War II. Uh, going back to the, the metal figures they had, uh, I know during World War II they had a lot of uh, uh, or a lot of the metal producing companies. Uh, all that metal went into making um, war war stuff instead of uh, you know like the like. Even the car manufacturers like like General Motors and Ford and Dodge and a lot of that stuff, they, they halted production on a lot of stuff. And and kind of same thing with the, the metal toys. They kind of halted on that. So a lot of plastic toys started coming along in the 40s. So this was – so after World War II, the metal figures kind of disappeared and they all went plastic. So uh, – being in the early 50s, beginning in the early 50s, uh, Lewis Marks and Company, I know we've talked about them several times, mm-hmm. uh, they sold box sets of figures and accessories called, they call them their play sets. Uh, one was a U.S. Army Training Center, and then they had another one called the Battleground. Uh, there was uh, multiple plastics corporations, or MPC uh, for short. They sold plastic figures in various colors, uh, with, uh, like I said, they have different colors. So MPC started doing in different colors um, with different separate accessories. So they kind of had the same figures over and over, just different colors. And they would be, um, so their, their green, their green figures would be soldiers. Their, their, their farmers, they had farmers, pioneers, or cowboys. Those were all brown colors. Uh, you had policemen, which were molded in blue. Uh, the ski troopers were white. Uh, you had spacemen; uh, those were various colors, uh, and then they have American American Civil War soldiers as well. Those were blue and gray. So they had uh, like one, like a couple of the the figures, and they just kind of produced them in different colors for different sets, uh, different kinds of sets. Uh, with the the cheapness of plastic back then, and the popularity of army men. Uh, and competition between manufacturers, like by the time you got into the fifties, there was, there was several, many different, um, many different, uh, uh, companies making these men. Now, uh, this led to the army men being sold in bags by marks, uh, Timmy toy sold them in, in bags. And then MPC, uh, also had them in bags. And these were, were for as little as a penny a piece in the mid sixties. That's just how cheap they were. You get get a bag of ten or fifteen, it'd be, you know, it'd be less than a dollar, you know, or okay, okay, penny a piece. So that's like fifteen twenty cents. You get a bag of twenty for like twenty cents, you know. Uh, so during this time, uh, during the sixties, Marx gave the, the American Army men actual enemies to fight. Uh, there was German shoulder soldiers. They were molded in gray, um, and this was. Uh, in the 1962 Army combat set. And then they had another set uh, in 1963. 
which had Japanese soldiers. Those were molded in yellow. And the name of that set was the Iwo Jima set. Uh, like I said, that one came out in 1963. In uh, 1965, a D-Day March set featured allies uh, such as French. Those were molded in a horizon blue. You had British that were in khaki color. Uh, and then they had Russians. I never found out what color the Russians were. I know I looked and looked and never saw um, what color they were. Uh, one of the last and the largest play sets uh, was the multi-level Fortress Navarone Mountain set. This was actually based on uh, the Guns of Navarone movie. Um, it was a 1961 World War II movie. Um, and this, this last Fortress of Navarone uh, Mountain set was actually available in the 60s. I mean, sorry, it was available in the 70s, not the 60s, 70s, and then pitted World War II American soldiers against Germans. That's kind of what the movie was about. The Germans had uh, occupied this 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 mountain. I think it was in Greece or something like that. And uh, the Americans had to go uh, go save the yeah. Go. And John's got a picture of it there. So, um, and that that's what the movie was about. So, it's a pretty good, pretty cool little piece. It's got multi levels. We say one, two, three, four, five levels. And this one, it's, see. This one doesn't got, show the back, but this one did. Yeah, one, two, three, four, yeah, five levels. You got ladders, different, you got, different guns. You have a, you got several ladders. You got an elevator, um, and you got little drawstrings that move the elevator and whatever else was on the front there that moves up and down I, I like how easy that is like they they weren't trying to be complicated like the yeah. army men aren't complicated they're just molds of you know there's no articulation and even in this like that you just got the drawstring that's how you pull up the the elevator yeah, yeah. They, they weren't trying to be complicated or anything <coughs> and those the army men you know they're just like i said they're they're just one piece of plastic with a flat base that they stand on uh, those that stand, um, and that's it. So, I mean, it's nothing to it. I mean, they're just two inches, or, or now they're actually shorter now than what they used to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah but, yeah. but, um, but yeah, it's just a little playset, and you just set your guys up there, and you just use your imagination. Did but you it's see? Still, it's still a nice playset. I mean, yeah, it's pretty cool. It yeah, it looks pretty sturdy. And, or something, but I would never have thought Green Army Man, or sorry, Army Man, would have something like that. To be right. honest, I never saw anything like that. We just had the little army man. You get the no. army man, and you're making play sets out of like your sheets or your blankets. You make hills and stuff for them to go up on. You know, this is yeah. that's pretty cool. Or you're hey, outside in the dirt and <laughs> right, right. I mean, I'm just talking about if you're inside. So, Michael, did you see anything as to why they had their bases? Like, did they ever try it without the base? And they're like, oh, these guys don't stand up. Let's put a base on it. Well, they're so small and everything. There's no surface for them to stand on. Their feet are okay. so small, they just kind of tump over. I and was the just way curious. And yeah. the way they're posed with their if they're holding a, a, a rifle or something, it kind of makes them front heavy and they'll fall over if, if yeah. you don't. I, mean, I was just curious if there little... was, you know, somebody was like the savior and was like, hey, we put a base on them so that they would yeah. stand up. Except for the guys that are crawling on the ground. That don't yeah, there's, have bases. there's a couple yeah. of figures that crawl. You've got your binocular guy that's on his belly. And then you have another guy, that's, I think he's got a rifle that's kind of crawling on his elbows and his knees or his, his legs. So... 
Um, but yeah, that that fortress was about one of the last ones that that came out as a playset, and that was in the seventies. So by the time we came around, they didn't have these these playsets. They just had them in bags and buckets, and you just go buy them. So. Um, <clears throat> Something we talked about with the G.I. Joe 12-inch line back in episode 29. Uh, during the Vietnam War, uh, sales and availability of military toys began to decline. Um, alongside the, because of the unpopularity of war. Uh, and then the higher prices, by the time you got into the early 70s, the higher prices of plastic uh, from the 1973 oil cr crisis uh, made that the plastic uh, costs go up. So they were actually they were they were going up in price because they couldn't couldn't because the the gas prices and stuff went up so that and then with with the the vietnam war these these toys were kind of pushed to the side and nobody really cared about them so yeah, that's um, just the unpopularity of the vietnam war yeah at the time. Yeah, yeah anything war like like i said <clears throat> gi joe the 12 inch line had to uh compensate for that and that's where you got the the adventure guys and all that kind of stuff and, and that. So right. uh, we, more, we went more in, into detail in that in, in our episode 29. So listen at that. Um, so since 1975, many of the manufacturers of plastic soldiers in Europe and U.S. closed due to the, the, the higher pricing and then people just not buying them. Uh, so and then a lot of a lot of these the manufacturing and stuff went over to China, which like everything else, it's gone over to China because of the cost is cheaper and all that kind of stuff. So uh, today army men, they're still being made, but in, like I said, but in China where it's cheaper to be made also no more extensive, extensive accessories that were common in the marks play sets. Uh, these are smaller as well, averaging one inch in height. You know, they, they kind of shrunk. That way they save they save half the plastic when they, yeah. they do that. So it went from two inch to one inch, and it is it still it saves money saves uh, they can do twice as much for just the same amount. So uh, most of these figures are generic imitations of the model figures from such from such companies as uh, there's Airfix and Matchbox. That's two more companies that made these back in the the early days. Um, uh, and then there's uh, and then a, uh, and then they're very widely and and qual their quality is less than what they used to be as well. They're not quite as detailed as they used to be. Um, uh, one more thing, real quick: the nineteen and in, in nineteen and two thousand and twenty uh, BMC toys, uh, which are a current manufacturer of them right now, um, they included Army women to the mix due to popular requests from female veterans and then also toy fans. Um, they wanted a more, or they wanted some women mixed in with them too. So, uh, which, which, I mean, there's, there's, next year. it says, they said they started in, in last year, 2020. That's okay. what I read. So, um, so, I mean, that, that should have been coming a long time ago in yeah. my opinion, but, right. um, cause we have a lot of, you know, there's a lot of female veterans, uh, and stuff like that. So, um, things have changed, you know, the past 30 years and all that. So it's, it's good to have that, that mix in there now. So, but you know, that's pretty much the, the history. Like I said, there's not much to it. Um, but they, they've changed a lot since 1938 to now, like I said, they, they've 
shrunk in size uh, and the details not as good as they used to be. Um, I mean, back in the, the 40s and 50s and 60s, these, these guys were, 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 were very popular. So, and I remember back in the eighties when we, we had some too, and, and even now you can walk into a dollar store and grab a bag of them. So yeah, you can almost find these anywhere. Um, yeah. I was looking on eBay. Um, guess what? You can buy them on eBay for probably the same price as you get them at the dollar store. You just have to pay for shipping a lot of times. Um, 72 piece army men, toy soldiers, uh, for eight bucks, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's not bad. But yeah. you get the same thing at pretty much any any like you said dollar store. Probably find them at Walmart. Not as not as easily to find them at Walmart, but um, they're still there. Yeah. Um, now, uh, so sorry, Mike. I don't mean to trample no, no, over um, I was going to get into some pop culture stuff. So tell me if yeah. you're ready. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead and do that. So you said these kind of went out of fashion. Um, what in the eighties, seventies, eighties? You know, just seventies, yeah, no, early seventies because of the oh, Vietnam the, War, the Vietnam War, uh, late sixties, early seventies, and then, um, and then they they kind of made a comeback. You know, got not popular, but not as popular as they used to be. But but they were still around. Yeah. yeah, and and with the pricing and stuff went up. But now that everything that you know, they started doing everything over in China and shipping them over here, it was a lot cheaper. So the prices went back down again. Yeah. Um, so they. Yeah. I know they made a big resurgence in the mid mid nineties mm-hmm. um, and not necessarily as like something that's super collectible, but just something that really went into pop culture <clears throat> because of a, a, a movie that we all love called toy story. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really brought them back. Something that they did with that um, Pixar did when they, they came out. There's so many things like speak and spell and that you've got ham, the, the piggy bank and uh, so many things, but green army men make a big presence in it. Um, and it's one of two resurgence that I see with green army men specifically from, I, it was Pixar back in the day, but we look at it as Disney, you know, today. So, um, they did three movies there. Green army men are pretty much throughout all three or all three main movies. Um, and the fourth one, I, I don't remember seeing them that much, but, um, or seeing them in there, but they do leave in the third one. Like they, the, the specific ones that came in the first one, they leave the, um, daycare and they, they run off. Like they're going to find some other place to be at, you know? Um, we saw in the first one where Sid like had nails through some of them cause he yeah. was torturing them. And like, I think they did a great job. Like it was a lot of fun to watch that and be like, Oh yes. Like kids played with these because, you know, even though they don't move, they were, it was all imagination really. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then Disney took that to the next level when they bought Pixar officially. Um, and they have a lot of their Pixar stuff at the, the, um, the parks. Mm-hmm. So they have green army men at the parks in the, in yeah. the Pixar areas where it's the guys, um, walking around. And I love the, the costumes because when they stand still, like nothing moves, and yeah. they, they look like a little green army man. They even have the bases that attach to their feet. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, like this guy. Yeah, there you um, go. And, and you can even see the detail that has gone from this because his face, like there's no detail in his face. He's just got a mesh yeah. covering over it. Yeah. Um, if you talk to them, like we, we talked to them when we were in Disneyland, if you talk to them, they will like push you out of the way. Like, no, you can't be here. Like they're military all the way. 
And it's really funny because there's this green toy thing telling you you can't be somewhere <laughs> or whatever. So they they brought that back. So 95, you know, kind of ran through it all the way. And then again, and I guess it was 20, I don't know if it's 2020, late 2019. I don't know when Ted Lasso came out. Um, and it's, it's something they have in the Ted Lasso show. Um, I don't know if either of you have seen it. Um, but Ted deals with a bunch of uh, his being away from his kid and his kid sends him green army men and he passes them out to different characters in the show as like a way to be strong. And he's like, Hey, you know, um, and it runs through both seasons and it's great. So it's like, again, cause that's Apple TV, uh-huh. which is kind of connected with Disney in a, a long different ways. It's, it's all <laughs> coming back. As you know, somebody somebody wants to bring this back and everything. So um, they 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 there's a lot of places where they're in pop culture and different things. And you just see them in random movies because they're in a prop set somewhere and and everything. So Green Army Men are pretty cool. I like them. Yeah, they're uh, and they they they've been in, they've got a couple of video games out. Um, I don't know. I've never. I haven't played any of the games that they're in, um, but. Um, and then there's there's one was that heroes heroes of the storm, um, it's a game and they've got uh, several skins uh, that have that are green green army men themed as well for that video game, but they've got a couple out that that are just green army men. I, army I, men I wouldn't be surprised games. if there's some <coughs> in um, like Fortnite, right? Uh, yeah. I'm sure there is. Mm-hmm. That's I'll look it up. Um. um couple of short stories by Stephen King they're in mm-hmm. uh, Battleground Nightmare of Dreamscapes and the stories of Stephen King they all pop up in there and then uh yeah I know Michael you talked about the difference when with the schools or during the time when they weren't popular because of the war but uh I know it, like if you used them in something with some of the schools you had to cut the weapons off yeah you yeah. couldn't have the weapons displayed mm-hmm. or stuff, so they have that. And then Burger King, with the release of Toy Story, when they did their features with Burger King, they only had the leader, the radio operator, the minesweeper, uh, and then the binocular guy. That's what they mm-hmm. used on that because they didn't have weapons. Yeah, yeah, one thing, if you watch the movie, I don't think they have weapons in the movie. <clears throat> I don't... It's been a little while since I've seen the first yeah. one, but I don't sure. think they actually have. Like, there are the... The oh, by the way, this uh, that I'm showing this is the from uh, Fortnite. Um, so okay. there is is a plastic patroller. That's what he's actually called. Um, so, I, but I don't think Toy Story has weapons. They're all the radio and because I mean they use different things, but there, I don't think there's actually any guns in Toy Story. Uh, probably not. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember. I don't. I, I don't remember. That. I, that's it's been so long since I've seen it. Um, I could be completely wrong. Um, I bet 10 to 1 I probably am, but you know, uh, <laughs> I don't remember. Actually, here you go. 10 to, I am wrong. I am wrong because uh, open this one. Look at this. As I talk about this, this is the this is the scene specifically when his mom steps on them. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They do and, the, and look at this. There's <clears throat> there's six of them, and all six of them have a weapon. Yeah. So <laughs> I was gonna say I thought they did. I, 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 well, I, was but I wasn't it, for sure because of it, but I think it just, you know, 
what they I are. I think this this may be like the only scene where you actually see them with it because when they're in the in Andy's room with the toys, like it's a lot of just the main one talking with Woody, like the commander talking with Woody and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. But this when they're actually out, they're moving the radio into the plant for the for the birthday party. Mm-hmm. Um, this may be the only time where you actually see them where they freeze and they have to like be in their position and you see the weapons. So yeah, you know. Um, the, there's somewhere else I was going with that too. I don't know. Oh, you've got them in Legos. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. They, they made a big, like the, the big resurgence with, uh, uh, Halloween costumes, uh, where people mm-hmm. dressing up like, um, um, that's what it's, I there we go. I knew that's what I need. That's, <laughs> that's what you need. John. Um, you just get, you know how you make the base. You just get latex. You get a pair of green or a pair of boots that you don't care about. And you get latex and you pour it out on the ground and whatever, and you put the boots in it, then you can cut the middle between the boots so you can walk, you know, and yeah. then you paint it all green. That's really easy to do. <coughs> um, yeah. I like green army, man. I got the hiccups too, but that's just me. Well, yeah, the, we had the, our fair share of these too. Yeah, oh, we yeah. did. The, the 11. The 11 current poses that these are in haven't really changed since the mid 60s. It's been pretty much the same pose ever since like 1967, I think is what I saw. So they really haven't had any other changes except for what, you know, being shipped over to China and being a little smaller, but the poses are pretty much the same since then. So, all right, let's, let's rank these real quick. Um, Let me throw up. As one more deal. So they did make the Toy Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. Uh, Let's talk about the, that. On November oh, yeah. 6th yeah. of 2014. Mm-hmm. So they did get put into the Toy Hall of Fame. Which what is, all made it that year? Was that the same year as like Ball? Uh, the Rubik's Cube and Bubbles. 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 There's, there's yeah. the generic one. Uh, that's the simple, a that's one. The simple one. Yeah. yeah. Bubbles. I just wondered what that, what that generic one was. Oh, <laughs> this is where I was going with it. Okay, Michael, this game that we talked about with the little figures, the little yeah. guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. I, don't, I don't remember what game it is, but um, I feel like things like this wouldn't have been as popular or might not have ever happened if Army Men weren't popular at some point. Right. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that was the, the precursor of all of these little figures that don't move at all. You know, and just kind of stand in pose. You know, we've talked about muscle too. Muscles is about the same thing. They're just yeah. one pose, and there's they're one color. You know, that's it. And would those have ever happened if Green Army Men weren't something from like the 30s? Yeah. You know? So, mm-hmm. all right, let's uh let's rank these boogers. Okay. I just brought it up. What uh where you where you where you put these, Michael? Um. These, let's put these at, let's see, we'll put those, let's put these at number 12. Number 12? Yeah. So right above Battle Beast? Yeah. Yep. Right there with Battle Beast. John. Oh, sorry, I need to go up for you, Don. Man, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. Let's see. I, I think they deserve to be in the top ten somewhere. I just don't know how long they're going to stay in the top ten. There's oh, there's a lot of there's a lot of good stuff here that's just kind of crazy, <clears throat> right? 
but I think I'm going to put them at number 10. Number they 10. deserve to be in the top 10 right now. Um, I'm going to put these. I, I want to put them at 12. I'm not copying Michael, but I feel like they're <laughs> not as good as my Raggedy Ann and Andy. Yeah. Um, but better than Monster in My Pocket for me. Um, I would say 11, or 12 or 13, but I think they're, I'm putting them 12 because of Monster in My Pocket happens to be number 12. Uh, but I can't put these above Raggedy Ann and Andy. Otherwise, yeah. they, they might be in my top 10 if some of these it that's the thing with our our list like it's such so many toy lines right you know that we talk about that they can't all be in our top 10 yeah you know um it does make me sad that raggedy ann and andy have fallen out of mine but (laughs) there's a lot of toy lines here that are freaking amazing that we've talked about you know um yeah so i think it's a solid that's a solid start for for these guys. Yeah. And then we're going to really test this undestructible thing uh, come Christmas. So yeah, we'll definitely have to do that. Um, when mom and dad listen to this, if you want to drop some uh, army men in our stockings, we're <laughs> just going to try to blow them up. So feel free to do that. Right. And you know, that's going to happen now that you said that. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's definitely <laughs> going to happen. Uh, what, we'll get a toy or a tool, like a screwdriver and some green army men. Yeah. yeah. There, we go. there you go. Um, so I, uh, I another thing that I never knew was the colors were specific for countries. I didn't know that. Yeah, yep. that was interesting. Uh, I knew we had there was different colors, but I yeah. didn't know. I mean, I knew there was different colors, and I figured that's how they were kind of made. Like you know, that way you can know them apart if you're playing with them. You know, doing a war yeah. That was them. that was March that did that, and then the MPC, that multiple plastics corporation. You know, their multiple colors were different, you know, different kind of themes. You know, you get soldiers, farmers, cowboys, policemen, troopers, uh, spacemen, and you get your Civil War guys, too. So, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. So, um, did anybody do Civil War like the Union and uh, Confederates? Yeah, that, the NPC had, their, theirs were, they had blue and they had gray. Oh, okay. So they did that. Yeah. Okay. I think that's kind of cool. You know, and I, I had a, I had a friend when we lived in Tyler, quick story real quick. Um, when we lived in Tyler, right on the other side of the Creek was an old lady and her grandson would come down. I made friends with him and he had a ton of these, these little soldiers. And we would, we would play with those when he was over visiting his grandmother. Um, he would let me know. And, and we went down there and we played with them and it was, a lot of these um, uh, these figures here. He didn't have like GI Joe or anything like that at his grandmother's. So, but but he had a ton of these toys, these, these army men, and I believe we had the, the American and, and the Civil War ones as well. So, because um, I remember multiple colors, and we would play uh, battles with the different colors between. I would I'd be one color, he'd be the other color, and stuff. So. Um, but I always enjoyed going over there and playing with him. We, we it, like I said, it's all imagination on these guys. So a lot of the toys back then, uh, the fifties, <clears> sixties, <throat> 70s, you used your imagination yeah. more than what you do now. So it's not like a video game these days where you just play it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and you had to actually come up with your own plot and your theme and all that kind of stuff back then. Yeah. yeah. So. 
I like I do like these. I think uh, these toys from that timeline, the older toys, uh, where you have that and you don't have like a cartoon that's kind of giving you some kind of storyline, doesn't mean your imagination's not in it. it just you know, uh, something that you have to come up with everything. I, I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and probably why we had back then so many, you know, people grow up that they could get themselves out of they they can think out of a situation. They weren't yeah. just like, all right, what do I do? Where do I, you know, or whatever, you know, they don't have everybody trying to tell them what has to happen. They can figure it out themselves. Yeah. So, uh, but that's a whole different story. And probably there's 12 or 13 podcasts right underneath ours talking about that. So we, we won't <laughs> get into tough. that. Um, all right. What else do we have? What else do we got? I think that's pretty we, much it for these guys. We ranked them. We talk about them. Uh, there's not really much to talk about with cost because they're, you know, like you said, a cent basically perfect. Yeah. They're, they're maybe out. a little bit more than a penny a piece now, you know, back then they, they were in, and it was really, really cheap to make these guys back then. So it was, yeah. And, and buying them for a penny a piece was, is pretty, was pretty good back then. But, you know, now it's, it's probably, 50 cents a piece now but but you're buying a big you're buying a big thing at like 72 you don't even think about them by individual cost or anything so no no right yeah yeah um all right well um we talking about some green army men um but let's talk about some of those people that help support us and we help support them uh stay tuned check out all these social medias for like cross streams media um there's a lot of good podcasts there our partner podcast that we kind of work with um including the dorksman sts guys the secondary heroes three beers and a mic the movie gap dan Aykroyd podcast the burt reynolds and charles bronson podcast front row negative art of the boar and bearing ain't easy and uh i have a feeling michael's going to be on one of those <coughs> soon just as soon as his schedule opens up and he can actually make one of them um yeah he'll be on uh was that front row negative Probably. Yeah, they asked. They they asked. I'm gonna have to get back with them. Yeah, I mean, as soon as as soon as I know your schedule opens up and you can make that yeah. Friday evening, I think that'll be that'll be fun to have some crossover with these guys. Um, you yeah. know, like like we're crossing the streams. <laughs> you know. um, hey, Ghostbusters! Yeah, Ghostbusters! Ghostbusters! See, it all comes yeah. back to that. Um, <laughs> I, I have another fact about Ghostbusters. We'll talk about it in a minute. Um, so check out cross streams media, all the different links to our social networks, their social networks, um, and follow all of us. Cause we're, you know, one big family trying to do all kinds of information and fun just to give you some enjoyment. Um, uh, while you're there, leave us a ratings and review over either there or on Apple podcasts. And if you do that, John will send you a sticker or I'll send you a sticker. Somebody will send you a sticker. You got to leave us a ratings and review. Um, by the way, I tried to do this on iTunes or not iTunes, Apple Podcasts the other day, and it's a lot harder than it seems. It shouldn't be, but it is a lot harder than it seems. Um, I don't so have do anything that, Apple, so I don't. I'm not on there to not signed in. To, yeah, it's, to it's, through that, so it's really just, weird. Um, so if you do that, we will definitely send you a a sticker. Um, also check out geek together, be, be sure you follow their social medias. Cause like John mentioned earlier, that's where we do our toy collector showcases. And, uh, we have one that we're just trying to get a date lined up and we'll be getting ready to do that soon. Um, and da, 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 looking through, trying to make sure, uh, I have all the good stuff. That's it. That's, that's it. 
Um, anything? Oh, the Ghostbusters thing, because I mentioned that. Yeah. Um, interesting <coughs> fact. Uh, Finn Wolfhard, <coughs> which is in the new uh -huh. Ghostbusters movie. He plays... Uh -huh. I don't know who he actually plays yet because I haven't seen it, but I know he's like in it. He's somebody's grandkid, maybe, yeah. or something like that. I don't know. Um, so you know, he is the he he had a Funko Pop made of him for Ghostbusters of him in a Ghostbusters uniform, uh -huh. and he also has a Funko Pop of him in a Ghostbusters uniform from Stranger Things. So yeah. he's the first person to have a Ghostbusters. Funk are like figure created for two different things hmm. and he like made it happen because he's like in in uh stranger things he's like i want to be a ghostbuster because you know that's what they're the, the years that they're yeah doing they're from, that. yeah that's set in the 80s yeah and then it came full circle and he mm -hmm. became a freaking ghostbuster so boom that's you cool can, little you little can make your there, yes yeah. and you can make your dreams come true <laughs> that's that's the positive spin on this episode just yeah. like He-Man has one. Didn't they say that in the movie? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. The new movie? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've seen it. Yeah, I think that was actually said in, kind of in the new movie of how you can be anything you want to be because... Yeah. You know. And see, just like that, we are a He-Man episode with a positive spin at the end of the episode. <laughs> uh, we've done this too many times now, I think. Knowing so. is half the battle. <laughs> <laughs> I still have to get the more you know star to come so You're that we can, to, yeah. yeah, I got to get that set up. So, all right, well, this is, hold on, I have to look back. Is this 65? Yeah, this is 65. Number 65. Number 65. We talked about Green Army Men and how they get became part of our and, You know, we can, we can go in syndication now. we got 65 episodes. We, we will. Let's, I, I'll contact some people. We'll see if we can do syndication. All right, you do that. Um, maybe, maybe Howard Stern. Maybe he'll help us become syndicated. <laughs> <laughs> all right well thanks everybody for joining us uh look forward to next week uh after after thanksgiving hopefully you guys don't stuff yourself too much um and uh we're gonna end this uh with uh go cowboys you've been listening to the toy rewind podcast follow and join in the conversations at toyrewindpodcast.com This has been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast.